It's Therapist Tiara. I am so glad you decided to come to the session today. Now sing it with me. Come on in the room. Y'all, last week I got into your business. We decided to talk about what it means to teach people how to treat you. Now, depending on where you fall in the line within your family, you're either throwing the verbal jabs back, yielding, or just not engaging at all. At the end of today, it's imperative that family, friends, co-worker, heck, everybody understand how to treat you. Case in point, during my initial groups, I chisel out time for all of my members to establish group rules as an activity. It's sort of like an icebreaker. But it is a rich exercise. Every now and again, I'll get that group member that says, I just want everybody to keep it 100. And that's where I'll say, but what do you mean keep it 100 or keep it real? The response usually goes something like this, you know, keep it 100. Okay, but what do you mean? You see, keeping it real is relative to the individual. In other words, keeping it real means that um, somebody may be open and talking about their emotions. That's one person's perspective. Or another, it might mean in the face of judgment um, to just kind of keep your mouth shut and not buck the horse. You get what I'm saying? And so we do that as a group activity to align perceptions of the group rules so that there's not any confusion. Now, there's grace for bumps in the road, but it is something that's really important. Um, So in saying that, let's get into session. in the community, it is so eye-opening, y'all. And if it's your first experience in group, here's some tea for ya. You're going to get to the place where you're like, "Mm, this is so good. You might even sit in the parking lot with tears in your eyes. Or if it's done over Zoom, after the session ends, you're going to be like, wow, that was amazing. And if I'm leading your group, you're going to be like, Tierra said this and Tierra said that. You're going to want to share it with everybody and your mama, like literally your mama. It's similar to like when you go to church and everything that the pastor's saying is for somebody else, anybody but you. You see, the purpose of groups is that it's for you. You're in the group. Now, let's agree that you will make an effort to remove the beam out of your own eye so that you can see clearly to remove the speck out of your brothers, your mamas, your cousins, and your sister's eye. (laughs) All right, now let's start this extraction process of removing this beam out of our own eye. We're talking about teaching people how to love and respect you, right? So, communicating our boundaries. What are your boundaries with your time? Which I might add is the most valuable thing you own. What are your boundaries with your family? What are your boundaries with the new relationship? How about with your children? What are your boundaries with your space? You see, if you don't have a boundary for yourself, how can you teach others how to respect you? Okay, now let me take off my therapist hat for a sec. And I'm gonna give you an example of someone setting 
good boundaries. Now, my grandmother, Ma, I've shared about her superpowers in previous episodes. One time, I was at her house, and I just had to tell her this secret. And before I started telling her this juicy, juicy secret, I said, Now, Ma, don't tell nobody. Her response was, Now, I am too old to keep secrets. I said, Huh? She said, Now, you can go on and tell me, but I ain't keeping no secrets. So I shrugged my shoulders and spilled the tea, of course. And within 48 hours, I think everybody and their great-grandmother and great-uncle and cousin, everybody, they knew that secret. You see, that was Ma's boundary. Ma communicated what her boundary was, that she was not keeping secrets. And at that moment, I had a choice of whether I would comply with her boundaries or not. You see... Ma was amazing. Y'all, could you keep my family in your prayers? Ma went home to be with the Lord last week. And I'm actually preparing this session on a plane en route to her funeral. Let's think back to when you purchased your first vehicle. It was more than likely provided with an instruction manual. That manual communicated whether your vehicle operated on gasoline or diesel. Yo, wouldn't it be so much easier if we had instruction manuals for people? Well, we sort of do. It's just that some of our manuals are written in different languages, and it makes it difficult for the reader to conceptualize the instructions. But you know what? Boundaries start with you respecting the boundaries that you set for yourself. Those same boundaries that you expect everybody else to follow. So it's sort of about following rules, if that makes sense. Now let's use respecting your time, for example. What are your boundaries with yourself, specifically for the amount of time that you spend binge-watching something or scrolling on social media? Now, now, we're extracting a beam, remember? This is where it gets a little uncomfortable, okay? What are your boundaries with yourself for the amount of time you're spending in front of the screen? I really want you to think about that. And if you don't have them, let's sit down and maybe set up some parameters for yourself. Because you know what? If you don't have boundaries over your own time, then you're more prone to experience others wasting your time boop (laughs) one of the godmothers of understanding vulnerability her name is Brene Brown what she says is when we fail to set boundaries and hold people accountable we feel used and mistreated I'm sure we can all attest to experiencing feelings of being used and mistreated. And it's the worst when the source of those feelings come from a family member or a close friend. I get it. But you know what? This is why it's imperative that you know what your instruction manual says about your boundaries. Last week, I shared that teaching others how to treat us starts with self-awareness. I encourage you to listen to that episode again and 
just kind of refresh on some of those questions to help you to get in alignment with your own self-awareness. This week, I'd like you to consider making a list of boundaries. Now, maybe start with four, but anytime I tell my clients a specific number like four, I actually mean 10. It's something about really doing the work outside of therapy that produces fruit, okay? Now, remember when we talked about you getting the beam out of your own eye? If you are itching, and I mean absolutely itching to share these boundaries or your newfound boundaries with your partner, friends, family, can I just give you a word to the wise? I'd like to encourage you to pause. If you're having a difficult time establishing boundaries um, and you're itching, there is a book that I recommend and it's called, you guessed it, Boundaries. There are several of them, even workbooks out. You can order them from Amazon. You can Google them. You know, different book places um, has them. I found that even in some of the secondhand bookstores, they tend to have a lot of them. Excellent, excellent book series. There are boundaries in just about, this topic is addressed in just about any situation. Boundaries in dating, boundaries in marriage, boundaries for teens, boundaries for parents, and so much more. Please, I encourage you, before you start itchy and scratching and going and telling people everything that you've learned and the boundaries that you've set, really take some time to study, to show yourself approved, okay? And, um, you know, beef up on what your instruction manual says. Um, I want to encourage you, be encouraged. We'll talk soon. Hey there, it's Therapist Tiara, and it's my hope that you enjoyed this session. Leave a comment, click subscribe, and share it with your tribe. You can find this podcast as well as others by searching Therapist Tiara wherever you get your podcasts. Let's agree to break generational patterns together, because you know what? Conviction without action creates generational patterns. See you soon. Bye.